0: I thought it mattered. I thought that music mattered. But does it bollocks? Not compared to our people matter. We'll be singing when we're winning. We'll be singing. I get no doubt.
1: What a song. Happy
2: Thursday, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to the Rory Sodder Show. I'm Rory Sodder, your host. It is great to be with all of you. I have missed you since my last show on Tuesday. We had a fantastic show, great dialogue, amazing guests, everything you could ask for and want in a show, uh, and it just keeps getting better and better. Uh, I want to, like I do every episode, first and foremost, I want to thank all my, all my audience, my co-hosts, my guests and sponsors, you guys are all incredible. We're listened to in 23 different countries on nearly 70 online platforms. And everybody, if you miss any past clips, past episodes, or need 24-7 breaking news coverage, please visit our media site, TheNextNexGenUSA.com. And remember, starting next week, I will be announcing many details uh, about the network and about the notable names that will be attached. With our new network, and I can't wait for that. Um, big show tonight. Big show. Lot to get into. A lot of big reports in the media today. Uh, I do want to welcome um, Doctor, award-winning speaker, professor, veteran, technology expert, best-selling author, and Commissioner of Parks and Recreation for Maricopa County, Bob Branch. How are you, sir?
3: Well, I'm doing fantastic, and I hope that you're doing really well, Rory. And Thanks for having me on the show tonight, and I look forward to being on the show here with the other panel members. I hope Daryl and Kevin will be here, and I look forward to other people.
2: Absolutely, my friend. Uh, Let's also welcome to the show uh, founder of College Republicans United, founder of Republicans United, and currently the leader of Nationalists United, Kevin Dukyper. Kevin, how are you?
4: I am doing great. I'd love to give a big congratulations to our man, Daryl Kane, who had an absolutely fantastic showing. On the famous YouTuber's channel, uh, Jean Francois is yeah. describing his platform and uh, making me very excited to see what he has coming in the future. And makes me very Well, that, excited That's see, great news. Uh, Daryl, Daryl, yeah. congratulations, yeah. my friend. <laughs> yeah, I'd love to see well. uh, this uh, great show and everything uh, all of us on the panel have coming up in the future. Absolutely.
5: Kevin, uh, I love you, brother.
4: I, am do you want to welcome? No, you're good.
5: Okay,
2: uh, can, are you are you about to welcome me, or am I talking out of yeah, place? Yeah, conser- conservative talk show host, 2024 presidential candidate, activist, and best-selling author, the great Daryl Kane. Always with us. Always a pleasure. How are you?
5: I'm I'm really well. I'm deeply I'm deeply honored by by Kevin's kind words. Kevin uh, every day pumps out incredible content that inspires and challenges me as a conservative, and to to hear such kind words from him. Uh, it is, you know, we we joke around on here, but it's a deep honor, and and the same from you, Rory, and you're you're also yourself an incredible content creator, and obviously, you know, the the great Doctor Branch. What what needs to be said? Uh, it's just an honor to be here with you, gentlemen, and thank you for being patient with me these past weeks. We've had a lot of things going on. Sending all three of you guys a big a big hug. God bless you guys.
6: God
2: bless you too, my friend. Uh, let's also welcome to the to the show. Uh, the great, uh, always uh, popular, and, and always has a lot of stuff to say, uh, popping across the screen. Hold on a second. Desert Storm veterans, columnist and activist Eric Thompson. Eric, how are you?
1: Great, uh, thanks for letting me uh, come on again. And uh, yeah, we have a lot to cover, in, including a uh, uh, the Democrats are inviting a psychiatrist to try to come up and see if he, she can sit with Trump. To, to deem him yeah, unfit, oh, so uh, d- oh, it's really it, I mean, crazy got, right now. Oh yeah,
2: we got so much to get into. I mean, there there is so so much right now. Um, and let's get into it, guys. Uh, shall we? Um, so, you know, I am reading today, and and you know all these different all these different reports out today with so many different things. I mean, you know, I'm just gonna start with, uh, and I've talked about this on the show before, but I don't. I think I said at one point if we don't slow down this immigration, the illegals coming in, it's going to start being over a million. And looks like my projections were right. I mean, as of now, uh, it's looking like they reported today, like the Clinton years, where we're going to get about a million illegals. I mean, that's that's what it's on track to be. And you know, I'm 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 just viewing I'm viewing viewing so many different things and how our country is so backwards and so anti-American right now with the left. And you know, we have so much so many problems. So many problems that need to be addressed. You know, for instance, for, for, for instance, we have as of now seventy-six acts, again that's 76 acts of violence and harassment against conservatives on campus. This is no joke, and this is just on college campuses. I mean we have these reported, these, these numbers came out today. Um, I can get into some details about them in a little bit. But what I what I want to really want to say about this is it, it all goes together. It's the same sort of thing when we're walking on the street and people are wearing a mega hat or, or they're they're openly vocal about their conservative values and, and how they stand for Trump. And they have, I mean, that, that that's what we're dealing with. We're risking getting attacked. And, I mean, you see the war on free speech. You see, where all all the priorities are on the left, I mean, it just passed uh, an amnesty bill that Trump is is going to veto. It's called the American Dream and Promise, which is, (laughs) it's like we have veterans, we have homeless people all over our country that can't even be helped, that are committing suicide, that are broke, destitute, and these politicians are giving illegal aliens uh, free health care, free, free, you know, uh, living assistance. I mean, this stuff does not end. And you want to know how bad, you know, some of these places run by liberals are. I mean, I, I'm from Seattle. So, you know, I, I grew up in Seattle and and thankfully I grew up in a very conservative family. Uh, I was actually one of the very few. Uh, There's a lot of liberals in Seattle, but uh, just an example. Uh, our, our, our um, My home state, my, my, my home city, my, my my home city of Seattle and my home state of Washington has been run by liberals forever. This has been a problem, an epidemic for the last 30, 40 years. You have very little to no conservatives in political power there. It's all left-wing extremists. Now you have the homeless population growing and growing. You have more and more tents. You have more and more feces on the ground. You have needles everywhere. It's looking like San Francisco. And it just came out today. Los Angeles homelessness has surged 12%. 59,000 homeless people now on the street there. L.A. is back to, and what do all these places have in common? They are all run by liberals. I guarantee you, you will not find a major homeless epidemic in a place run by conservatives. This is all liberal territory and you have the whole drug, the drug situation, you have uh, the fe- the feces. I mean, it's – what kind of world? I mean, do we want to live in third world? And what does the left have to say at the end of the day? Orange man, bad. Orange man, bad. They don't even – the, these voters are so oblivious and ignorant that they're, they're – I don't even think half of them look thoroughly and in detail – of what they uh, the people that they elect are putting into place these laws, these, these this ridiculousness. But also the other half of them are just completely insane, and we cannot help them. But there's so many people being misled, and I'm just I'm, I'm reading you know all of this stuff coming out at once with you know the the left says we're bigots, the left says the left says we're hateful. But the minute we don't agree with them, they attack us. The minute the minute there's something that you know, they lose an argument on, we're a Nazi, we're a bigot. We can't have, and, and the whole suppression of free speech, that's another thing. All these social, com, socialism, communism tactics, we just saw, for instance, uh, the other night, during an NBA playoff game, I mean, I'm not going to say what this guy said was okay, because it's not, obviously it's very disrespectful, even though I don't like uh, the player, uh, he's the player the player he's talking about, but he wasn't talking about the player, he's talking about the player's wife. And he says he was a Toronto Raptors fan, and he says, We're gonna fuck Aisha Curry, which is Steph Curry's wife. And uh this guy who said that got arrested. And this is in Canada. This is in Toronto. But I'm just giving you an example of the suppression of free speech, where where it has started. I mean, if it's happening in Canada, don't think it can't happen here. But this is what we're dealing with. We have the thought police on us. We have illegals coming in every second. We have um, abortion trying to be normalized. And if we try to slam this down or disagree with any of it, we're the hateful ones. We're the fascists.
7: We're these people that uh, you know are 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 the are the enemy. And the way we get the way we get attacked for supporting. A candidate and a a president, and our president is ridiculous. That's our right. I've never seen hostility to this level, ever. And you just look at how backward,
2: like I said earlier, some of this ideology is. Like, for instance, you have the city of Oakland now in California, and run by liberals, again, just decriminalized mushrooms, hallucinogens. Denver was the first, Oakland was the second. Do you guys realize what this does? Puts more people at risk. More people die. You know people are going to get behind the wheel in this, and they're going to start driving the car, and that's
7: just dangerous. in it—I mean, this is beyond. And and what 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 do all, what do all these liberal policies have in common? Open borders, legalizing all these drugs, abortion, killing these babies—they're murderers. Everything they're doing is putting people in jeopardy. It's unsafe. It's unconstitutional. It's unethical. It's immoral. It's, you know, and I'm not just going to say this is on the left because it's not. I
2: mean, there there are people in our our party, unfortunately, that, you know, are so out for themselves, and they totally forget the meaning of we the people. They forget what it means to work for us. You know, we we have them making millions of dollars a year off their own self-interest. And look at, all this, look at all the
7: nonsense that's happening. You have, you, have, you have the left making death threats on Twitter. For instance, Twitter took no action on,
2: on an account about killing a seven-year-old Trump fan. It, and this all goes back to what I'm saying. If the left does it, it's okay. But if conservatives do it, they get punished. And you have people like Bette Midler that are trying to suggest that Trump should be stabbed. I mean,
7: what the, what the hell is going on here? What the hell is going on here? It's over and over and over. You know, it's it's scary.
2: It really is scary right now. The stuff we're dealing with,
7: uh, and it just it just keeps getting
2: crazier and crazier. And you know what? Trump can't do it all by himself. And uh, you know, this is this is something that we need to uh, definitely come together on uh, a lot of
7: things to fight back on this. But Dr. Branch, go ahead. You're cutting
3: You're bringing up a lot of great point. points and talking points. You know, uh, okay. when we look at what's happening in California, you know, I can't help but say this is what happens with socialism. This is what yes. happens with government controls over taxation. And what bothers me is, like I said,
2: half the book. More than half these voters in the Democratic Party refuse to believe the facts of socialism, that their politicians are putting them in harm's way, and they don't look thoroughly or detailed enough about what's really going on. They they have so much trust in these politicians. It's scary. Go ahead, though.
3: But but you're absolutely right. They have so much trust. But the rhetoric out there – for instance, this morning when I woke up, and I'll, you you heard – uh, the other day, Biden say, well, I'm not going to talk bad about the president. Well, the president's on foreign soil, as if he's taken some moral high ground and has not done that before. Uh, but then you heard Pelosi, the Speaker of the House, the leader of the Republican Party,
6: out, Trump say
3: in prison. Now, Trump was on on the beaches of Normandy when she said this. Now you know this this whole false narrative that they're spinning, of that they have some sort of moral high ground. But what really concerns me too is you know, and you mentioned people in our own party, um, you know, with this uh, potential you know tariffs coming in on for Mexico. I see these you know the the Republicans are coming out against Donald Trump, uh, and to me it is clear that these house and senate members republican members uh, are concerned about their major donors they're not concerned about the people they're not concerned that 2500 illegal aliens are coming into this country every single day they care about uh, whether or not their donors are going to get hurt and to me that that it is just a false narrative tariffs are not self-imposed taxes and to me, uh, you know, you're hitting it right on the head. It's a false narrative. It's it, And if you just open your eyes, people, and just look what happens in California. Look what's happening in the streets of Los Angeles. Look at what's happening in San Francisco. And, you know, another thing that really concerns me that we're not talking about is those those 1 million illegal aliens. How many new congressmen? In the 2020 census, does that mean, and how does that affect redistricting if we're not allowed to have citizenship questions on the census? Right, right, oh, you're, you're, yeah,
2: no, I, I hear you, and it, it's
3: one of those things
2: where, like, I'm looking at, I'm just looking at all of what's going on, and it's it's Shalolinsky's playbook. I mean, what these what the left wants to do is rules for radicals. I mean, we are. Living in a very scary time. I mean, they they are turning slowly but surely all these cities and areas and all these
7: different places and where they're elected into third world uh, ideology and settings. You know. Oh, you're you're absolutely right on that. You're absolutely right. It's right out
3: of the playbook, and it's unfortunate that people aren't paying attention.
7: Yeah. Yeah,
3: I mean we, we really need um
2: uh you know we need a lot of help here. We need a lot of we need a lot of help here, I'll tell you. Um Daryl, go ahead.
5: Sorry, I had my I had the mute button on. Yeah, I mean it, it this what we have from the left is is totally offensive. I do want to comment briefly on uh what was said about Mrs. Curry and sort of on, on that, I, I do want to draw a distinction between the PC police and vulgarity. I think that there's yeah. a, a, a breakdown of civility, and you know those comments are disgusting. And I do think that it's appropriate for society to push back on that, and that that does not have a place in a civil society. And I, and I think that that's frankly a, a conservative attitude and response. I think that that's a little bit different – then you know when we're talking about suppression of fact-based speech around things like gender. So I think it's important to draw that distinction because you know political correctness—that's really how the left would like to frame it—that it's it's vulgarity and filth—and it's really the opposite of that. It's talking against vulgarity and filth. In terms of right. the ongoing shenanigans of the left, uh, certainly you're you're absolutely right to call them out. Dr. Branch's comments I think are, are absolutely on point. It is rather humorous when we hear Biden talking about not wanting to make comments while he's overseas, overseas. as if there's any civility left in in the Democratic Party in terms of how they respond and and treat President Trump. So the right thing to do is to keep pushing forward on the agenda and to ignore their shenanigans and to do what we really need to do to turn this country around, which is restore our borders, obviously, and push a pro-American agenda in terms of foreign policy keeping our nose out of conflicts that don't benefit us or aren't to our long-term benefit and maintaining the priorities
2: exactly where they, where they should be, which is
5: with the American people. Thank you.
2: Yeah, you're, you're, you're absolutely right. Very, very well said. I do, I do want to welcome to the show. um, I believe we have him on a lawyer, lobbyist, political consultant and president of frontiers for freedom, George Landry. George, how are you?
8: Rory, it's great to be here. This is the place to be, my friend.
2: Excellent, man. Well, great to have you here. Um, obviously, you've been listening in, in a little bit. Uh, have you been listening since the beginning?
8: Um, I've been listening for like the last five, six minutes or so. And, and, okay. Uh, so I've got a sense of what you're talking about, but I don't know if I have it all all in context. Uh, right. We're just, context. you know,
2: we, we, yeah, we just, you know, I started the the show basically, you know, going over, uh, the various things that we're dealing with from the left. I mean, anywhere from, I mean, we have a report out today that 76 acts of violence and harassment against conservatives on college campus to date uh, ju- just this year. Uh, we also have, um, you know, the Democrats, their priorities are all over the place and so wrong and anti-American. The American Dream and Promise amnesty bill that they just passed uh, we see the homeless epidemic surging in liberal cities. We see hallucinogens being legalized in places like uh, Oakland. Second place next to Denver was the first, and I, it just it just goes on and on. The open borders. I mean, it never ends. It really never ends with all these this crazy anti-American uh, rhetoric and and these tactics.
8: Well, that's definitely the truth. I mean, um this it's kind of this like you said anti-American, anti kind of counterculture it, approach to things. And, and what I uh, and
2: what I also what I said earlier was in the show is that what what do all these Democrats have in common with each other? I mean, all their policies are killing people and putting people in harm's way. Legal, legalizing hallucinogens, having open borders and letting people whoever you want in, killing babies. I mean, it just goes on and on.
8: Oh, absolutely. I mean, You know, Ronald Reagan referred to it. Actually, it was uh, his uh, UN ambassador, uh, Jean Kirkpatrick. She referred to these folks as the blame America first crowd. And part of it is they loathe America. And so anything that's kind of part of traditional America, the idea of self reliance, the idea of being responsible for yourself, you know, all these things, whether it's, you know, faith, it's all to them contemptible because they hate everything. That contributed to making America what it is, and it's it's a complex stew, if you will. Uh, it's based on some of the things we read in the Constitution and the in our in our um, Declaration of Independence, and I would argue in our kind of faith-based approach to life, all those things help make America what it is. You look at you know today's the uh, 75th anniversary of D-Day, and you yeah. remember the speech that Ronald Reagan gave, and he talked about what enabled them to do this. And part of it was, a, he said very movingly, was it was a faith that God would uh, would protect them either on this beachhead or the next. And, you know, I just that to them is contemptible because they don't see the world that way. and uh, And so as a result, they do all these insanely idiotic things that ruin our communities, make them less safe, harm people's lives... They don't seem to understand that freedom and prosperity is the best thing going. If uh, if what you're looking to do is build a society where people can enjoy and pursue
2: happiness. Yeah, yeah, you're 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 absolutely you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. And you know, it, it's one of those things where I'll tell you, you know, the Democrats they hate it when we're happy. They want to do what makes true patriots miserable. They want to. I mean, this is this is textbook. I mean, this is this is what their policies are. And, and let's let's face it, their supporters, they're not for America. When it, whenever you, you talk about you know make America great again with their supporters, they're like, when was America ever great? Like, who the hell are these people with their party pooper BS and just just so negative?
3: Right. No,
8: that's a fair point. I mean, you know, one of the things that I find odd is um, they have these kind of crazy beliefs. You know, on the one hand, you know, at one point uh, not long, not many years ago in our lifetimes, they passed Mm -hmm. laws that required women to have the same kind of athletic opportunities in high school and college that uh, men have. And now they've decided that's a stupid idea. And what they're going to do is have essentially boys or men, transgender, um, you know,
2: that's another, yeah, that's another to be
8: women and then compete with them.
2: Yeah, and that's it's another it's a, you know, social issue we're facing.
8: Yeah, and then and then they always act as if somehow it's about the 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 unfairness to the transgender person. But how about my granddaughter? Does my granddaughter have to shower with a transgender? You know, I know there's the boy. Um, and exactly. if she doesn't want to shower with a boy in high school in the locker yeah. room and and so forth, yeah. does that make her a mean and hateful person? Because that's what they have to say, and that's what I'm saying. These are counterculture wackos.
2: Yeah, and, and when you you know when you try to it's it's they want they want to take away what they don't like, you know it, 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 they, they want to and you know we see the left supporters what they do. You know they 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 go they constantly, um, you know if they don't like something then they want people banned they want people censored they want people it, it's like but conservatives are so open you know open arms we're so welcoming like we're willing to hear anybody but these people you know what I mean?
8: Oh yeah no I mean the funny thing is is you know they have, they like to pretend that we're the closed minded ones. But we're actually yeah. not closed-minded. I have never called for anyone to be banned from um, you know, nice. Facebook or any other place. I've never demanded nice. that people be boycotted and taken off the air. My view is is let's have a debate. If someone says yeah. something stupid, I don't think we need to shut them up. We need to present the other side and have the best idea win.
2: Absolutely. Uh, Kevin, Kevin, go ahead. Yes,
4: well, on the topic of everything that we've been talking about this evening, the point of the case is that it's really liberal privilege and not any other kind of privilege. We see that the Democrats have yeah, – they can do it, nobody of, else. If we do it, we're the enemy, but they can do it and get away with it.
2: Such a double standard.
4: Absolutely, and then you could point out every single angle of their hypocrisy, and they will not own up to their mistakes. It's like a game of whose line is it anyways. The facts don't matter, and the game's entirely made up. And when you look at how they, they perform and how they use identity politics, you notice how their identity politics only work in terms of the left. These, the Democrats that are all these different divisive groups, they will support them, but they will not support these other identity groups within the Republican Party. I've seen with my own eyes you know, people that are uh, black or Jewish or any race or ethnicity or uh, orientation that you could think of. If they're in the Republican Party, they are still your enemies. It does not matter. And they will exploit you, and they will try to turn you into a Democrat if, if you're of the outgroup of these uh, Republican parties. So I think that the whole point of what the Democrats are trying to do is to try to uh, polarize us and try to divide us. And they'll try to do anything that they can in order to create this narrative that it's really the conservative, the oppressive, this, this this usually white mentality, this American patriot that is trying to oppress all these different political categories, and that they're trying to pull uh, us apart from the inside, usually. And it's uh, when we talk about all these different uh, tactics and the psychology that they use, it's particularly that uh, when they try to pull us apart on these different political categories, that they... Mm. We'll use social media and all these different uh, forms of um, uh, uh, politicizing the way that we um, conduct uh, our entire uh, uh, identity politics that essentially what they're trying to do is pull us apart by um, this identity politics and not by the actual words that we use are our, our whole ideology, so the point is is that um it doesn't matter how much uh hypocrisy that they're using against us uh it, it really matters that it's our ideology that is trying to split us apart yeah yeah
2: no, you're you're absolutely right, and you know let let's face the facts that um you know it, it's all you know they put money into so many different things, these Democrats and we see how much money they've wasted like for instance like uh bringing up the homeless bringing up the homeless epidemic you know in all these different liberal cities they always get you know like people like Amazon and some of these different companies throw a bunch of money at these epidemics and what what keeps happening you get more homeless people you get more drug addicts you get more people on the street because it's enabling the living situation and you know that 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 whole Scenario is an example of so many different things that they throw money at that just enables the problem and creates more of the problem, so they can say in their speeches that they have solutions. Um, let's go to Eric. Eric, go ahead.
1: Well, I, uh, I I'm like anybody else. You know, the the more you know, the more you have to you have to try to re, re, regroup because doing a talk show every night, I or my own
9: sanity
1: (laughs) um i I mean it's 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 we are in the middle of a civil war and what's happened is there's a lot of us that are that are we're we're on the titanic we've looking we're looking over the side of the boat we see the hole and so you know we, we we're running around saying guys um don't don't dance the party's over. You got to get down here with us. You got to get on the lifeboats. You got to get ready for another day to fight. And so many people are being nice and passive and, well, let's let's uh, have a blog and let's have another discussion. And, and the whole goal with discussions like this, I the reason why I, lo- I like your show is that people on here see it and we want to do something about it. The problem we have right now is that Obama was able to put in hyper leftist judges in the federal courts, so here the plan what the left are doing go. is they're running anything crazy oh to the uh, like Washington state today ruled against a Christian florist, even though the Supreme Court said the baker in Colorado did not have to bake a cake for a homosexual wedding, Washington state Supreme Court said oh, you're a Christian uh, florist, you have to help this homosexual couple. Even though the Supreme Court set a precedent, we're going to go against it. And the, the, the interesting thing is the florist didn't say, I won't give them flowers, I just won't spend my creative talents to make a unique one. But that wasn't good enough for the liberals. So, you got them calling a psychologist up to D.C. to see if they can get the culture to say that President Trump's so unstable that psychiatrists and psychologists are going to D.C. to try to get a hold of him. But on my talk show three weeks ago, I said, in my opinion, the Democrats had six weeks to try to impeach Donald Trump before the IG report comes out and before Durham's reports come out. And so you're going to see it it's turning up. It's ratcheting up hotter and hotter and hotter they're running out of time because when the IG report drops and stuff, they'll have no credibility. But to, to tie this all together, we are in a long-term civil war now, and it's only going to get harder because everything is going to funnel up to the Supreme Court to try to somehow keep our constitutional republic intact. That's not how the founders had envisioned our system working. They were to be a in the basement of some building to try to monitor Congress. But it's becoming now where we're going to to do any crazy law. We're going to try to take away free speech. We're going to try to punish pastors that speak out against any sin. We're going to make abortion as common as taking an aspirin. And if you speak (laughs) out against it, then you should be punished. You should be doxxed. You should be tracked. You should be beat up. And so it's this mob mentality. It's just you like with Hitler. It, it is. It's it's fascism right out of you know. It's fun, you know today we're we're honoring those that that hit Normandy for us, and they were trying to stop fascism. And AOC and them are pushing fascism, and 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 we're sitting here like trying to deal with a uneducated uh, millennial and younger crowd that are clueless to what happened in Normandy, yeah. clueless a lot of some of them even deny the Holocaust. So you know, I mean, we 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 have we've got to get in and say, you know what, you're you're, you're a dude wearing a dress. You're not teaching my kid how to become like you. Period. Right. And we we got we have to stop being liked. Um, that the challenge for Christians is that we 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 want to be live peaceably with all men and we want to try to, you know, we're not going to be dropping us bombs or, or chasing people, but the church is going apostate and the people, the, the people that see this can no longer be nice. Uh, those days are over. If, if we're nice, we've lost. We might as well pack up our shows and just get, just get ready and maybe become evangelists and try to reach out to the one and a half because Yes, one million illegals were caught and are processed, but that doesn't mean there's not two or three million more that snuck in. I'm
7: telling you, California,
1: where you cannot tell me that only a million of them came in this year. So we've got to fight. We've got to realize everything's going to end up at the federal courts.
7: Yeah.
1: The – at the state supreme courts, and we're in a terrible position because we're relying on nine people up in D.C. to try to save our republic, and and it's a precarious position we got ourselves in. And I'm
2: looking, at, you know, I'm looking at, uh, you know, what what what's really going on, and, and you look at, you know, you have for instance the LGBT community, and they're trying to say Trump's hateful, you know, the Republicans are hateful, and no, you guys are the hateful ones. You guys on the left playing the victim, trying to say you're oppressed, and any at all costs you're the victim no matter what, you're the problem. Because what you're trying to do is you're trying to change Christianity, you're trying to change certain traditions, certain beliefs, but you want people to accept you. Sorry, that's not how life works. And I wish more people on the left in these groups, if they, they want to put themselves in boxes, like the LGBT community, you know uh black lives matter all these all these stupid groups that uh lack uh many uh they they definitely have a, a skewed view of reality and they lack much sense
1: but uh eric i mean it's so true you know well here but here here is here is the the the, the difficult part being that we we have a constitution we do not have a f d r s well you know the Normandy the pre-Normandy speech? It, he yeah. he did a, a national prayer, so he he had a five-minute prayer that God would be sovereign and God would intervene and God would take those people who lo- lost who were going to lose their lives to heaven with him And now here we right. sit. There was an article from Daily Wire real quick, and it says, "Yes, Democrats have removed so help me God from House committee oaths." And there's a House member that said, I think God belongs in the religious institutions. Pocahontas said last year, Elizabeth Warren, that she believes that you can say Jesus in the church building. But when you leave the church building, you shouldn't say Jesus unless you're saying Jesus loves everybody. This I know so we can sin freely. And then, right. you, and then, because up in Canada, they're now in they're in some of the provinces, they are arresting Christian pastors and banning them from preaching in public. So we know we know how this works. Look at the UK, and look at Canada, and we're sitting here. We're getting immersed with illegal immigration. We're being tolerant of Sharia Islam. We're being intolerant of traditional values. We've got a quote-unquote, Christian abortion doctors that say, oh, the, the conservatives are so crazy that they think when a baby's heart starts beating, it has a soul. What kind of crazy people are they? And they say it like like they think they're like, that's a logical statement. No, if 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 a puppy starts beating and somebody kills the dog, then then they will come, the liberals will say, arrest the guy, you hurt the dog and the puppy. So it's, it's demented, it's warped, it's demonic, and, but... This is a long fight, and if we don't get the kids out of the education system and start retooling things, then we're we're literally fighting against the the tidal wave because as it's growing, we're down there trying to stop it. But it's just yeah, fascism isn't bad. Um, Bernie Sanders came out and said that Venezuela doesn't prove that socialism doesn't work. That's not a good example. So the kids are like, oh, okay. Let's not look at Venezuela. We're going to listen to AOC, who doesn't know what a garbage disposal is. Oh, well, right. we're in trouble.
2: No, I know, I know. Uh, let's go to Brandy in Texas, and then we are going to take a quick commercial and introduce uh, Joe Kuklis. Uh But go ahead, Brandy.
10: Hey, I've been listening to everything, and I completely agree with everything that he just said. And um, I wanted to say that, uh, you know, We spent eight years under Obama policies being shoved down our throats. It wasn't enough anymore for us to say um, we just want to be left alone and live our lives. If we didn't celebrate their BS, um, then they tried to destroy our lives. You know, they did this with many people. Um, Yeah. And we let them do that, though. Um, You know, the perpetrators – of hate and, and the attacks have become masters at playing the victim. And we've mm-hmm. let them get away with it by being afraid of being called a racist or whatever it is that they may call us. Um, and we can't do that anymore. If they, if they don't agree with us and they call us a racist, we have to call them out and say, you're a liar and you're a jerk and not be afraid anymore. Um, I also wanted to speak on the census, and um, I heard someone mention this earlier, talking about the census, about the people pouring in, and I guess um, them not wanting to use race on the census. And I've been doing some research on, you know, the census and the people pouring over the borders. And In my opinion, the Democrats are hindering anything being done because they want these people to pour in because in the census everyone is counted it doesn't matter if they're legal or illegal Um, everyone counts and that and that decides how many electoral votes that a state gets so if you think about what's happening in texas and california right now um, essentially that would give more electoral votes to these two states. And they're trying to flip my my state blue. I will die. But, I mean, I honestly believe that's what they're trying to do is manipulate the census to get more electoral votes.
2: Um, no, no, I hear you. I, I hear you, absolutely. And, you know, it, it is – it is one of those things where we're, we're dealing with so many different crises at once right now. And there's so many different uh, distractions. I tell you, there's a lot, a lot we need to uh, be aware of for sure. Uh, but everybody, right. uh, we will be, Sorry, What were you saying? Sorry. You had another thought.
10: I was just saying, right. I mean, even myself, uh, there are so many distractions and this just hit me one day and I started researching it and I found an article on, um, the census you know for 2020 and How the electoral votes may change And I'm like oh my gosh This is exactly why they're Doing this
2: Yeah no I hear you I hear you um, Everybody we'll be right back Stay tuned
10: Okay.
6: TGI Friday's famous sizzling Entrees that you know and love like chicken Shrimp and cheese just got even hotter With new delicious tastes like whiskey flat iron steak And the tastiest sizzling street noodles Hurry in Now starting at only $10 We bring the sizzle like no other New sizzling entrees starting at $10 TGI Friday The home of endless apps. Endless apples every night 9pm to close
3: any sudden decrease or loss in hearing or vision or any allergic reactions like rash, hives, swelling of the lips, tongue or throat or difficulty breathing or swallowing, stop taking Cialis and get medical help right away. Ask your doctor about
0: Cialis for daily use and a free 30 tablet trial. Packaging. I'm Ray and I quit smoking with Chantix. I tried cold turkey, I tried the patch, they didn't work for me. I didn't think anything was going to work for me until I tried Chantix.
11: Tell
8: your health care provider if you've had depression or other mental health problems. Decrease alcohol use while taking Chantix. Use caution when driving or operating machinery. The most common side effect is nausea.
6: I can't tell you how good it feels to have smoke behind me. Talk to your doctor about Chantix. And we are
2: back. The Rory Sauter Show, coast to coast, worldwide. Listened to in 23 different countries on nearly 70 online platforms, and everybody. If you miss any past clips, past episodes, or need 24-7 breaking news coverage, please visit our media site, thenext, N-E-X, gen, G-E-N, USA.com. And remember, uh, starting next week, I will re- be revealing uh, details about the many notable people that will be doing shows on our network, uh, and that will be starting here in the coming weeks, and I'm very excited uh, to be launching that. Uh, I do want to welcome to the show a um, very popular guy, very smart guy. Um, We have successful businessman, political consultant, activist, lobbyist, best-selling author, and CEO of Wellington Strategies, Joe Kuklis. Joe, how are you?
12: I'm doing well, Roy. Thanks for having me back.
2: Yeah, Joe, well, it's great to have you
12: here. Uh, What's been going on? What are you you working on? So, you know, this is uh, a busy time of year. You know, we're uh, in in D.C. and and in Harrisburg. where We've got budget cycles rolling. And, you know, I think Mm -hmm. this past week we've seen – uh, exactly, what some of your previous guests were talking about. I think that uh, the president did a pretty good job, uh, you know, overseas this week with uh, his trip to the United Kingdom, and, uh, yeah. and then the the eventual, uh, you know, I think uh, all around well received, uh, you know, D Day celebration. So, uh, but uh, yeah, I think things are going pretty well.
2: Absolutely. And speaking of D Day, just just for one second, I want everybody to kind of take a moment of silence. Uh, everybody on the line, you know, we need to definitely be thankful for everything our soldiers and and amazing veterans have sacrificed uh, for our freedom and security. Amen. Um, But yeah, uh, Joe, you're absolutely right. Uh, His trip over there was great. Um, I thought it was hilarious. Uh, The the baby blimp that that goes up in the air uh, some Trump supporter went up and popped it and then all the liberals got all pissed off. It was all over video. Um, Pretty funny though. But uh, but overall, I think I think it was a I think he accomplished quite a bit, Joe. I mean, what would you say some takeaways are?
12: So well, I mean, obviously, I think he did a really good job uh, while he was in Britain. Uh, I think the yeah. meetings with Theresa May and, and conversations yeah. about uh, you know a potential deal uh, that really aren't ready to be had until the Brexit stuff is finalized. I think mean, that really, um, you know, I think he was trying to set the stage for something to give uh, the British people some optimism about a, a, a you know, an additional U.S. UK uh, deal. Uh, I also yeah. think that you're right about the the blimp. Uh, you know, I thought not only was that a, a bit funny, but, you know, from all you know all accounts, it only looked like about a third of the protesters that were there that were there the, a year before for his visit. Uh, so I don't know if that means that there's been a groundswell support in favor of the president or uh, maybe some of the uh, the piss and vinegar had kind of uh, worn off and people see the, the effect that he's having here in the, in the U.S. and how it may affect them over there. Uh, I also think that, uh, you know, he did a you know really good job at the D-Day uh, ceremonies. Uh, I think that even, you know, some of his, uh, uh, you know, f- fake media friends, uh, and uh, fake news folks uh, on, on different channels were were giving him praise for the the the, the kind of uh, you know production that they had had over there. I thought that they went very well.
2: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And uh, you know, I, I really you know I see I just see a lot of a lot of great things happening, and, it, and it's too bad you know when he goes on these trips, you have the mainstream media that are that are so against him. And, and try to make them look bad at all costs, and you know it, it's unfortunate that we only have a, a, a tiny fraction of the media on our side.
12: Yeah, you know, and and I, I think that it was well timed. Uh, the message about the, the tariffs on Mexico, uh, if they don't do something at the at the border, um, you know, I, I think that him being out of the country doing what he was doing and leaving his lieutenants back here to handle the negotiation was a, you know, was a good thing. Uh, I, I think that yeah. uh, you know, th- they've made some progress there from what I understand. Uh, we'll see yeah. what happens, you know, uh, with, with everything there. But, you know, I, I think that, you know, I, you, you listen to folks and every time there's a, a trade issue or something comes up, he always gets criticized. But at the, at the end of the day, you know, he negotiates his way into a better deal. He did, he got us out of the Paris accord. He got us, into USMCA, he's working, you know, with uh, you know a Chinese uh, deal. He's, you know, every time he gets criticized for picking something up uh, and uh, trying to create a, a new deal. At the end of the of the end of the negotiation, he always comes out on top, and I think that's the uh, the takeaway here. So, uh, you know, we'll see what happens next week with uh, the the Mexican stuff, but um, it looks like that has some momentum. So we'll see how that goes.
7: Yeah.
2: Yeah, and I was just talking about that on my show the other day. That, that you know, we saw how quickly just off a five percent threat, and, and you know, that's just starting talk. And we saw how quickly they they jumped and started detaining illegals and holding them back. I mean, that's how fragile that economy is. So it is definitely one of those things. Uh, I do I do want to move on. I do want to uh, talk about something, and I want to get everybody's thoughts, including you, Joe. Uh, something that I've talked about quite a bit on my show uh, in the past. And it's very disturbing. Um, And it kind of has to do with all the different distractions that we have going on. Uh, We have so many different things going on at once in places like DC, and and with all these different political, uh, you know, things being put forth. And what it what it does is it fail, we fail to see the, the things that are going on behind closed doors, because we're just so distracted. There's so many things that they're doing behind our backs every second of every day.
7: Just think about this: Obama's the FBI, Obama's CIA. They, if they were guilty of, of,
2: of one of, of one thing, and, and some, I mean, there are actually multiple things that came out. But you know,
7: I mean, they're they're guilty of millions. There's just only a few of the things that have came out. You know, we saw the surveillance thing uh, with
2: spying on our phone calls. We saw Trump, uh, FISA thing. but And there, there's a few more, but those are just a few that were reported. I mean, there's way, way more that that, that hasn't even been revealed. I mean, these people, remember, this is a huge swamp. This is a, years and years of buildup, years and years of corruption, years and years of ties to each other. Uh, that uh, you know, and, the, and these, these, it's just crazy. And they, they, they all, in a certain way, are connected. Not all of them, but majority of them. They got their spe- special interests. They've got their, uh, you know, people they have to answer to. It, it really doesn't end, and you know, the whole security clearance should scare the hell out of anybody. I want to play this clip what Tucker Carlson talked about earlier today, uh, but example. Uh, this is exactly the situation. Uh, John Brennan, about a year ago, uh, still had his security clearance, and Trump heard that on Fox News and, and heard it – somebody was on, on Fox News or, or something. It was, on, it was a report. And Trump picked up on it, and then he revoked – he said he ordered to have John, John Brennan's security clearance revoked. But guess what? The people in the higher-ups did not revoke John Brennan's security clearance, and still today – he still has it. Think about that. A guy that worked under Obama, a guy that's one of the most cor- – I mean, John Brennan is probably the most corrupt person to ever run uh, that the, the, the CIA. Think about it, guys. He is, he is as evil as they get. And you have all these goons and monsters that were surrounded by Barack Hussein Osama. What a joke that guy is. But let's play this clip, and then let's talk about it.
13: 1-7. Uh, Good evening and welcome to Tucker Carlson tonight. Every president since George Washington has faced political opposition, every single one of them. And that's the point of our system. Democracies are built on debate and competing ideas. If you find a political leader who seems universally loved, what you found is a dictatorship. Nobody criticized Ceausescu. Nobody dared. So, as a matter of principle, there is nothing wrong with opposing Donald Trump and his policies. Dissent is patriotic, but that's not what has been happening for the past two and a half years. Nothing about the resistance has enhanced our democracy or made this country better. Just the opposite. The left's opposition to Trump has shredded democratic norms. Since the moment the last ballot was cast in 2016, they have worked to nullify the presidential election. They've imposed censorship on much of the country. And more than anything, they've sided with the permanent bureaucracy over voters. People like former CIA Director John Brennan have openly urged federal employees to ignore and undermine the elected president. That is a brazen attack on democracy. It's more destructive than anything the Russians attempted. Brennan now delivers his instructions from a desk at NBC News, where he's paid to deliver commentary like this.
11: This is nothing short of treasonous, because it is a betrayal of the nation. He is giving aid and comfort to the enemy. Treasonous is defined as a betrayal of trust, as well as aiding and abetting the enemy. And so that was the word that came to
13: my mind. Yeah. So when you disagree with John Brennan, former head of the CIA, it is high treason. It's a death penalty offense. That's the case he's making. John Brennan is a reckless and unbalanced partisan. That's obvious to anyone who's watched him. When we learned from a source last year that Brennan had somehow retained his top-secret security clearance as a civilian, we were shocked, but we weren't really surprised. That's how Washington actually works. Brennan no longer works for the federal government in any capacity. He holds no official post. And yet, according to two sources we spoke to exclusively today, Brennan retains perhaps the most valuable asset he had in government, a top-secret security clearance. It is terrifying to think that John Brennan still has access to any of that information. Brennan is an out-of-the-closet extremist. This is not a man who should have a security clearance. Many in Congress agreed with that assessment. Senator Rand Paul of Kentucky came on this show to say that John Brennan had no business holding a security clearance. Shortly after that segment aired, the president announced that he was revoking Brennan's clearance. We assumed that was the end of the story, and in a real democracy, it would have been. But it wasn't, because this isn't. So a year later, we learned that Brennan still has a security clearance. How did that happen? Because executive branch officials simply ignored the president's orders. This is a problem, because he was elected by voters, and they were not. All legitimate power in the executive branch flows from him and the election that he won. But his employees don't care. Increasingly, bureaucrats wield the real authority in this country. You see it every day in Washington. But this one time, we decided to find out exactly what happened. The first thing we did was we called over to the executive branch. We were told that John Brennan no longer has, quote, access to classified information. A source explained to us that means the administration sent a letter to intelligence agencies explaining that Brennan no longer has a, quote, need to know. Well, that all sounds reassuring. It had a kind of narcotic effect. But like so much that happens in government, it's a mirage. It means nothing. In fact, bureaucrats can simply ignore that letter if they choose. They have before. So the truth is, the President of the United States was undermined by his own staff. He gave them a direct, unequivocal order. In their feline, passive-aggressive way, they refused to carry it out. How many times a day does that happen? Every time it does, our democracy erodes. And by the way, that's fine with official Washington. If holding elections means that Donald Trump wins power, they're against elections. Whatever it takes, including brute force. Just the other day, Nancy Pelosi told Democrats on Capitol Hill her goal isn't to impeach the president. Her goal is to put him in prison for what crime she didn't specify. But it doesn't matter, you know as well as anyone, that Trump's real offense was getting
7: elected in the first place. Let, 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 let's face the facts here, guys. Sorry, it was on mute because I, I didn't want any background noise while the video was playing. But
2: here, here are the facts. Like I said many times on this show, it's never mattered about the truth with the Democrats. They want to destroy this president in any way, shape, or form. It, 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 it doesn't matter. You know, it's, it's a threat to their power, it's a threat to what they can, to their privileges and what they've been getting away with for all these years. Uh, Joe, I'll start with you. Go ahead.
12: Yeah, Roy. So, you know, first of all, you know, an, an executive order not being followed and his, uh, clearances not being revoked, uh, the minute yeah. he had asked for them to do is just, it's a shame. You know, I don't know how that slips through the cracks. I don't know how it goes on for a year Scary. and people are are unaware of it. I mean, I think that's, that's, that's something that we got to look into. Secondly, I think that many of these folks like Brennan and others that have claimed to know that, you know, that there was Russian collusion. And you see all these talking heads now on CNN and other, other channels talking about this same stuff. You know, at the end of the day, there's an exoneration and these folks have been discredited. uh, And it's frankly a shame that they're still in some of those same positions. You know, they're still, they're still on TV. You know, and I don't know what kind of of, um, of, of backstep we'll find from them, or uh, any kind of uh, uh, stuff that comes from the, the bar investigation of the investigation. I think that's the that's the next thing here is you know we're going to take a look at the investigators and find out how some of this stuff from the FISA warrant on back really happened, and then the propaganda around it. Uh, I, I think that's that's the that's the true story that's going to come out over the next year, and I think that the distractions we'll see in Congress with the continued push for hearings and the the subpoenas for former staff and things to continue to perpetuate the story that we've seen over the first two years of his administration. Um, I think that's worn on the American public. I don't think people. You don't care about that anymore. And I think that this was the time that people needed to finally walk away from it and say, let's clean our hands of it. and Let's face facts, too. I mean, the Democrats, as much as they want to impeach or as much as they want to put him in jail, are kind of limited in what they really can do. And it's a show. It's basically the same thing they've been doing for the last six months. There's no you know, we've seen nothing except for non-binding resolutions and pie-in-the-sky programs like the Green New Deal and 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 all of this stuff about um, you know impeachment and it's not really going anywhere. I mean, what bills have they tried to move? What have they sent to the Senate that the Senate could contemplate? Is there anything that's on the table save for uh, you know that three-minute conversation that Pelosi and, Schu- uh, and Schumer had with the uh, with the president about transportation and infrastructure? That's literally the only thing that had a chance of moving, and it was spiked right away based on her. Implosion beforehand, saying that she was going to impeach him, and 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 you know, I, looking at what has happened over the first six months of their majority, there's really no substance to it. It's all about this hashtag resist movement. You know, it's just the same thing over and over and over again. And you know, it's the you know the 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 subpoena du jour, the subpoena of the week. Uh, you know, who are they going to bring in to to try to embarrass the president and continue this this propagandist message of of collusion. It's just, it's, it's, it's out of control.
2: It really is. And you know what? It's, they'll never, they'll never give credit where it's due. It's about opposing Trump's agenda at all costs. Like there, there's no, there there's no happy medium. There's no agreeing with him, oppose him, resist. I mean, that's their whole
12: entire movement. Yeah. I mean, I think you've you know? heard him say it over and over and over again over the last few weeks too, especially It's like, the economy's cranking we're basically at full employment uh, you know the you know the, the you know the, the stock market is is at its highest peak even with the tariff situation in China even with the potential tariff situation in Mexico even with the stalled brexit uh, you know in in Europe even with you know at least attempts to do something with North Korea that hadn't been done before uh, even with all of that Things are still cruising along. Interest rates are still low. It's it's an outrageously good time to be in business and uh, and or be looking for a job. You know, it's it's definitely the kind of market for that. And yet they're not talking about that. It's still impeachment, impeachment, impeachment. If this was any other president, I think that would be different.
2: Absolutely. I mean, this whole Trump this whole Trump derangement this whole Trump derangement syndrome and obs- obsession with the president and hostility. On to a total new level Uh, George George, go ahead
8: Well you know I I think It's an interesting problem because um, They like to Pretend that Donald Trump Is somehow in the hip Pocket of The Russians that's been their lie For the last two full years And what we find is Is that they are the ones Whether it was you know Barack Obama Leaning over to uh, Mr. Medyev and telling him, please, you know, tell uh, Vladimir that after the election I can be more uh, flexible, um, you know, or the selling, you know, the uranium uh, company to the and then collecting money from the Russians. It's just uh, these people project. So when they accuse you of treasonous behavior, it's because they know they've engaged in treasonous behavior. When they tell you that you are somehow – it's just – it's very frustrating because I feel like it's this sort of infantile – I've seen this before where I I had a friend who was married to a crazy person, and watching them communicate was at times funny, but it was mostly just nuts. And that's what I feel like I'm watching. I feel like I'm watching a crazy person just berate and otherwise – Foam in at the mouth, almost like they need to be restrained for their own safety type thing. And that's what's happening. I think the left has become unhinged. And it's one reason why I think Donald Trump is going to have a pretty impressive victory, even though we are a divided nation. I just think there'll be too many Americans who will say, you know what? These people are nuts. I cannot vote with them.
2: Yeah, you're absolutely right. And, you know, we really look at George. What do the Democrats have to run on? I mean, you have the lowest black unemployment. You have the lowest Hispanic unemployment, lowest Asian unemployment, and lowest female unemployment in the history of politics. Uh, the victim card, right. the oppression uh, stance from the Democrats is not going to work. What did Bill Clinton say oh, yeah. when he got reelected? It's the economy, stupid. Remember, Bill Clinton said oh, that yeah. when he got reelected in the 90s. I mean, let's let's face it.
7: Yeah.
8: Well, it's not only that. I mean, if you look, there was a poll out. Uh, everything. Uh, I, think I mean, just everything Trump's
2: doing. You see all the Democrats oh, yeah. that are leaving their party, the voters that are going to Trump because the Democrats have gone so far left and so radical and, and using these communism tactics that these old school Democrats don't recognize the party anymore because there's no moderate. I mean, it's either you're far right. left or you or you go to Trump's side and you may not agree. These These Democrats may not oh, agree yeah. with everything Trump does but they know it's a hell of a lot better than having communism. Go ahead, though, sorry. Yeah,
8: what makes, them, what makes the moderates is that they aren't, um, you know, moderates in quotes, I say it somewhat in jest, is they're not, um, they're not self-identified socialists. And, um, but they're, they're three-quarters of the way there anyhow. They just won't admit it. But bottom line is um, if you look at black polling data, uh, President Trump, uh, it was reported earlier this week, has a 30 per- 36% approval rating. In in the uh, black in the black community, okay. Now yeah. they don't they can't survive with that. They have to get basically 88 percent or higher uh, yeah. black vote to win nationwide. If they if they drop below that, they're in serious trouble. Um, Interestingly right. enough, another thing they asked uh, in a poll a CNN poll. Say
2: one thing about that most oh, elections, oh, yeah. let's face it, they get about 90 percent or more of the black vote
8: yeah often 92 um it's 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 usually considered a moral victory if you can get them down to 90 um but but then on top of that there was a poll with CNN where they asked voters this question the wording's important who do you believe will win re-election or win election in 2020 and a majority of Americans say Donald Trump will win yep, the reason why that's do. important is is because as we saw with Brexit and as we saw in Donald Trump's first election, when you tell someone that if you vote for a particular cause or person, you must be horrible, you must be a xenophobe, you must be evil, you must be a hater, people don't actually change their mind. They just decide to stop telling you who they're going to vote for. And so pollsters right. get lied to with greater frequency in this situation. So Brexit polled poorly, but won. Um, you know, Donald Trump polled poorly, but won. I would argue. That when you ask people that question, so what they how they get around that is they ask people who are you going to vote for, and then they often get lies. And they ask people who are your neighbor's going to vote for, and on that question you actually get a much closer result to the actual election. And you did with Donald Trump. So when you ask Americans who do you think is going to win, not who are you going to vote for, who do you think is going to win? That lets them say, "Oh well, I mean, I would never vote for Donald Trump because, of course, I don't want you to think I'm a bad person." But you know, but but all my friends are voting for Donald Trump, so Donald Trump's going to win. And, and you know, that's the that's what it ends up being. And so I think that people who sweat about the polls showing Donald Trump behind here or there by three points or four points or whatever, you don't need to worry. Look at history here.
7: Yeah,
2: and, and you know, you bring up. You bring up all these these great points, and we're looking at this situation. And the Democrats can't even get over their loss in 2016. I mean, they they're not even focused enough on 2020. They got, I mean, their message is basically free, free, free. The illegals give them social security. You know, let's have open borders. Let's have abortion at nine months. Let you know, let's give, let's raise taxes, and let's have socialism, Medicare for all. I mean,
8: this is just third world ideology. Oh yeah. no, I mean, it, it, it cracks me up for them to say, you know this isn't what you, what you're talking about in Venezuela. It's like, come on, this has been tried in lots of places, not just Venezuela, not just North Korea, not just China, not just Russia, not all the you know Soviet bloc countries. We can go on if you'd like, but the fact is, right. it's been tried a lot of times. And at some point, you people are going to have to stop telling us it was just because the wrong people were in charge. Maybe it's just because it sucks as a
3: system.
7: Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely right. Uh, Dr. Branch, Dr. Branch, go ahead.
3: Yeah, hi. Um, First of all, I want to say to Joe, it's great having you back and great talking with you again. Uh, A couple points that you brought up, Joe, is, you know, what has happened – you know, during this last presidential uh, trip over to uh, the United Kingdom, if you look at what happened a year ago when President Trump went over there versus the headlines now, we are winning over. Trump is winning Europe over. And to me, that is so impressive. If you look at all the headlines, uh, it it is impressive. And one of the reasons why – this is happening and, and, and I, I have to bring it up, Rory. Isn't it awesome that we have a president that negotiates from strength instead of weakness?
2: Never I mean, back down a, balls of steel.
3: Isn't it impressive? I mean this woman that went out and popped that balloon is yeah. is, is my hero. I
6: mean well, you need to too. get her I on your show.
3: Well, you need to get her on your show.
2: Oh, we do, we do. I'm so glad she shut those leftist stuff though. But keep going, sorry. But,
3: but, but to me, it's just amazing. And you hear, you hear these people, uh, you know, like uh, I know she's your favorite person on TV, Joe Bayhart. Uh, you, you yeah, hear geez. her. <laughs> you hear her walk around, you know. Two years ago, oh, he's not presidential. He's a clown. He's a clown. Well, when he <laughs> was walking with the queen, she's like, well, it looks like he wants to be a king. Oh, do this and this. Are you kidding me?
12: You there's always something.
3: There's always something. There's always something. And Joe hit it right on the money when he said, you know, that, you know, just look at the success of that visit. The success that, hey, listen, this Brexit with no deal, don't worry about it. The United States, your ally through thick and thin, is with you. I mean, remember what Obama said. Do not leave the EU. If you leave the EU, you're going to be in the back of the turnstile. That's what he told Great Britain. Trump went over and said, no, you are our ally. You are our friend. Don't worry about it. We got your backs. And to me, having a great president like that, I, you know, and, and it's, you know, I, 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 I'm out on Facebook a lot. Um, you know, I had somebody just I, it put a threat out there to me because I said I stand with our president, and I always end my post with I stand with our president. And he says, well, if you're in, if the president's impeached. Or if he doesn't win 2020 and there's insurrection, we are going to mow you down like blades of grass. And I'm looking at this, I'm, I'm thinking, well, wait, why is Rory banned on 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 Facebook? This, this guy has to be gone. So, you know, to me, I enjoy having a president that negotiates from a power of strength. Today when he was talking about the tariffs in Mexico, he said, listen, yeah. we're the piggy bank. People have to understand we are the piggy bank. We'll be okay, and it is absolutely true, absolutely true. So, yeah. uh, I want to welcome Joe back, and and thanks for uh, coming back on.
7: Excellent. Uh, let's go
3: to Daryl Daryl Kane, twenty
2: twenty four presidential candidate, Mister Daryl Kane, the great one. Go ahead. God bless you, and and so many great points, obviously already being made. (laughs) Tariffs,
5: you know, I get really frustrated when the the constitutionalists push back on that from the president. Uh, Of course, tariffs inflict some pain, right? I mean, that's what it is. It's a standoff. Uh, It's it's superior to going to war. Okay, when you go to war, you suffer casualties, real casualties, and when you're in a standoff.  … with somebody that is being abusive towards you, and the people on your side of the caucus are trying to sell you out to the media to demonstrate how much more, quote-unquote, conservative they are than you, it's a a great disservice. And I talked about this the other night and how disgraceful it is that the Republican caucus refuses to get in line behind President Trump and be supportive of him doing this. Conservatism… And progressivism is not about what these guys think it is anymore. It is not solely about size of government. That is not what it's about. It's actually about proximity to goodness and separation from evil. And I fully applaud President Trump's actions and the leadership that he's provided on this. And I echo all the sentiments of your of your prior guests speaking as well. The Democratic Party is by nature being, being the party of political correctness i. e. the antithesis of our traditional Christian values, they are by nature satanic. That's what the one hundred and eighty degree opposite of our values are. So by nature, anything that is good they will oppose. And they will team up with anybody that shares their contempt for us, be it radical Islamists who are the most quote unquote socially conservative people on the planet, or, you know, the, the radical sexual deviants in the LGBT community, the common ground is anything that is against what we are, which is a good Christian European nation, is, good, is going to be elevated, and anything other than that is to be denigrated. So I almost zone out on this stuff. We know what the situation is, right? We know what we're up against. We're up against evil people that want to inflict evil things upon the American people. And Donald Trump right now is the stopgap between their ambitions and us. So clearly they're going to do everything that they possibly can to hinder, maim, and disrupt him. So our response to them simply has to be to uh, carry on day by day and and to respond and to push back and to reject everything that they are about in root and branch.
2: Thank you. Very very well said. Uh, Joe Joe Kuklis, I know you got to go here in a second, so if you want to plug your stuff, go ahead.
12: Okay. Well, Roy, thanks again. And, and I know you mentioned the name of my company, Wellington strategies. We do a lot of government affairs stuff in, in, in DC, everything from business, uh, consulting to, uh, uh, government affairs. And, uh, we always appreciate, uh, having the opportunity to, uh, uh, to be on the show and, and talk about, uh, you current events like uh, we're doing tonight. So really do appreciate it.
2: Absolutely. My friend. Well, I, I love having you on and, uh, We'll definitely get you back soon, and if you're still on here in the next couple of minutes when we switch segments, I'll get to you first before you go, so you can give your thoughts.
12: Yeah, no worries. All
2: right, sounds good. Uh, let's go to Eric Thompson. Go ahead.
1: Well, it's it's kind of what we we opened the show with, and and um, I I think it's I think it's going to be the, it's going to be the direction that we want to head as Americans. And do I personally believe we're in a civil war. So I, I don't I don't see any aisle to cross over. I don't see any uh way to come to an agreement with these people. And like it was just said, if you wanna if you wanna bring it down to the spiritual side of things, we are we are dealing with people. Romans one says that when people worship themselves the creation instead of the creator, that they're they get turned over to a debased mind or a mind that does things that's against God's will and nature. We literally are dealing with people that are godless. They want to do whatever their flesh wants to do. So we're we're either going to fight to have a moral, as you know, and we're not perfect, but a a Judeo Christian Judaism, you know, tolerance, whatever you want to call it. A a country where you pursue freedoms, everybody lives under the Bill of Rights, and we have to fight just like – think about the people that decided they were going to take on the most powerful nation in the world, the British, and how – you know what I mean? So they were willing to lay their lives down when they had no chance. Well, we've allowed our country to start to go toward Marxism So are we willing to fight as hard as they did to get us liberty, to keep our liberty, or are we going to ask our grandkids to fight to try to get the liberty back? And it's it's that decision we have to make. There's no time to say, hey, let's just sit down with moderates. Let's sit down with – because in the end, moderate people lose. It's people that have conviction, people that have a purpose. If you don't have a purpose, then you're gonna, you know, it, it's it's the old saying, if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything, and that's what's happening with us. Well, you know, we don't want to be intolerant of guys that want to have anal sex and called homosexual. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're not going to say anything about that. We're gonna let them. Oh my goodness, they're now in the schools teaching the five year olds how to have that kind of sex. Wait a minute, you weren't supposed to come in the schools. You were supposed to go, oh, wait a minute, why are you suing our guy to make a cake for you when you know that he, he can't because of his – well, you can't. And so what happens is, is we just keep – we're being tolerant, and then they keep pushing and pushing and pushing, and they're never going yeah. to stop until, until we are strong enough again where they say, you know what, okay, yeah. we had a good run. We're going to go over to our California. the country that have just taken a stand for righteousness and we're just we're tired and we're going to regroup but as of right now they march on and we we keep cause I, and i hear people work we're always analyzing how we're losing we're never really rejoicing that we're winning and president trump is he's winning but culturally there's over a million illegals that still came in the country this year we still have California teaching five-year-olds they may be transgender. We have Washington court saying that a, a Christian cannot not make a fire arrangement for a homosexual wedding. So uh, you know, abortion uh, is becoming prevalent, and so it. I just think that if we can unite, and this is and this is one of my concerns, and I'll finish here. If if I have my social media site, so I'll talk about it later. I, I don't want to promote it every time, but. If we all run to splinter to all these other these multiple pages, and we're still not unite. How do we unite? Since Fox News is going to the dark side, all of the rest of the right. media is left. Then it has to be where we coalesce and we say, okay, we're here is our plan. This is our action. This is what we expect, and we cannot expect the left to join us at all. And it's 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 a it's the divided states. Of America, and that is going to be. I'm 51. The rest of my life, I will live in the divided states of America, fighting for liberty for all. Thank you, thank you, man. I really appreciate
2: that. And please, you can definitely tell everybody about what you're doing with your new social media
1: site. Well, what we did is a year ago, I saw that um, that Silicon Valley, because you know, when Obama was in office, Google was that with. they were at the White House more than than anybody else. So right. I knew I knew that everybody was mad at Zuckerberg because they blamed Silicon Valley for letting President Trump win. And I knew they were going to go after social media and they were going to silence us. So I bought MAGA Book, M-A-G-A Book.com a year ago. I don't have a lot of money. I'm a guy that works two jobs. So we bought it. Um, we put a site up. It didn't work that great. Well, we've been blessed now with a with a Christian programmer, so we've got a really good platform that's growing very quickly. So it's m a g a book dot com. It is you can call it make America godly again or make America great again, but the premise of it is everybody's welcome if they want to live in a country under our current Bill of Rights. It's it's not right. nobody's welcome on my platform if they want to restrict or take away any of my Bill of Rights then I'm not going to kick them off, but the people on my site aren't going to, they're not going to really find a lot of uh, fellowship on here because I'm okay with diversity, but don't, but I'm not looking for people that say, well, um, you shouldn't be able to talk about Jesus in these places. You, you, you know, you should be tolerant of a transgender guy teaching at a library. You know, there's certain things that I just don't, think are moral I don't think they're good for the culture so yeah if, if uh, we're looking for people who don't want to be on Facebook because if you're on Facebook or Twitter or anywhere you are allowing them to become richer because they're selling your information so anyone right. that's on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram are actually helping the people trying to destroy us to become more right. wealthy and then they take that money and they brainwash more youth and I just think it's bad for the country and I just I, I just don't see the principle behind it. So, megabook.com. Very well said. Uh, let's go to
2: AJ in Houston, Texas. You probably know him from the Sean Hannity radio show. How you doing, my friend?
6: Big time, Roy. What's going on, Big Daddy? Hey, and uh, what do you, we want to thank all, all our World War II vets, all of them, Absolutely. for what they've yeah. done and uh, to have us to have this freedom to do what we need to do. And that gentleman was just off, you know, the purpose of the Facebook and the Twitter deal, you know, I understand what he's saying, but at this moment, since Barack Obama, the reason why we own here is to set the liberals straight, because I don't do nothing else but the politicking on there. I don't buy nothing. I don't make them no richer. I'm not giving them nothing. I'm not there to make these people rich. I'm there to open the eyes up to the idiot liberals that that they make them rich and hope they understand what they're doing and what are they using? Some are using Facebook and Twitter for propaganda, and see that's why they hate us conservatives on this with you know, social media because we take the argument and turn it into the truth and they don't understand how we do that and they don't want us to do that that's why cnn and all them ratings are so low right now because of people like us you rush sean joe all of we try to wake the people up and the social media is a good tactic. Uh, why trump He's smart enough to go at it and i love the way he do it they you notice they want him off the social media No, stay on it because this is how he's getting to the people. Because guess what? Most of the people wouldn't know what's going on if it wasn't for Trump on the social media because CNN, they takes it and they kicks it off. It's like right now. Most of the people don't know that since Trump talked carrots, the Mexico troops are now stopping the people coming in from Guatemala. Most of the liberal idiots don't know that right now. You know, and, and it's, it's just a, a, a trend of how things are going. But, you know, it is what it is. And th- that that speech that Trump did today, the idiots in the media had to come along with the game. But don't, un- don't underestimate them. They don't come back tomorrow and start bashing the man again. Hey, what we found out today on the Sean Hannity Show and all what Mueller lied to everybody. Mueller kept stuff away from everybody. Big time, this thing is getting ready to crack wide open, and Obama is the head of the snake. Get ready for a big bang theory, as they call it. You thought the Gang of Thrones was good. You ain't seen nothing. This book here that we getting ready to write. And if the Republicans grow some, baby, it's going to be some Democrats in striped suits for the show. And, oh, and talking to Red quick and Trump, we uh, would say we couldn't get a uh, president Because of the sitting president Oh, now Nancy won him After he get out Wait, Obama is out Now we can get Obama for treason For what he did to the American citizens And the world Had all our troops go over there And get slaughtered by their Muslim buddies The truth told Wait till the truth come out, big daddy It's going to come out And now we can go after Obama Since he's not the sitting president uh, Trump man, it's two hundred, two twenty eight hundred people looked at this man, and he squeaky clean. Hey, hey, dude, this is gonna be good. I know I ramble. Sorry, big daddy. <laughs>
2: no good stuff, man. I love it. I love it. Very, very well
7: said. Uh, let's go to uh,
4: Kevin. Kevin, go ahead. Yes. Well, firstly, I want to thank and congratulate Eric, who's done the great work on uh, everything, including his social media platform. And I couldn't agree more with all of our fantastic guests. I firstly want to talk about how much of a machine, an absolute powerhouse our president is. I mean, the fact that he's such a busy man domestically, and he goes over to official state visits in the UK, and he'll fly over to Japan, and then he'll go to this D-Day ceremony. And he's just working all the time. I mean, He's 72 years old. He's older than Hillary Clinton, and you wouldn't even know it. I, absolutely uh, a machine. So, uh, so back to this uh, Mueller report that we've been talking about. That uh, one of the things that really uh, frustrates me the most, besides from the obvious, the fact that how much they've absolutely milked this whole scandal. I mean, you have the news reporting. Hey, on Kevin, it. something's uh, going on with your con- something's going on with your
2: connection. I think it's like being fuzzy.
4: Oh, that's terrible. Uh, I mean, I've got good bars, but. Uh, well, it's... Uh, now you're good. Now better,
9: better.
4: Oh, good. <laughs> yeah, it's just the fact that the media has been reporting on it almost 24-7. I mean, there's a lot going on in the world, and people don't need to hear about a, a phony scandal when there's uh, so much that uh, they need to know about. And just the fact that they've milked this controversy for so long, and uh, Mueller and his team have specifically and deliberately made it so that it was released just this recently and not before the midterm elections as a, a confident team would release the, the findings of this report. Um, I mean, we lost congressmen during this, this midterm elections. I mean, this stock market went down. You had a lot of, uh, of, uh, mania and a, just a whole frenzy going on domestically and abroad. I mean, this is a, an absolute huge crime that is committed because of this, this Mueller report and this absolute fallacious frenzy. And, uh, and the reason why they're going after Trump so hard is because of the fact that he's the absolute proof of concept, the we the people, the America first candidate, that he's actually able to apply policy when no other president was able to do so. And no other president was, was able to do this. And uh, I say that the best example, uh, and especially since it happened so recently, is tariffs. He was able to apply a 5% tariff on Mexico. They responded. They now have uh, soon uh, 6,000 Mexican troops that are going down to the southern border to prevent further people crossing and, and to go into the America. And it's absolutely uh, phenomenal, the fact that this is actually working. I mean, we, in our country, we have all these different so-called experts. We have you know political experts, economic experts, these whole congressional committees, these political pundits. I mean, they're all saying – things that are completely antagonistic and uh, opposed to what our president has been, uh, been saying since he started running. And they've been proven wrong. I mean, Trump is actually able to be the voice of the people and act upon it. And just uh, and they, they absolutely hate it. So uh, something that I, I actually absolutely agree with, um, and I think it'd be really interesting to see, is if Nancy Pelosi was able to go through with the impeachment proceedings against her president, can, can you imagine if Nancy Pelosi was able to do that, and then we would have on the history books for the rest of mankind how much of a humiliation that the Democrats would face because they failed. They had no evidence against our president. Uh, I would absolutely love it. What about you guys? Yeah, yeah,
2: very very well said. Uh, I am going to introduce one of our – another one of our guests who's going to be revealing some of the tech. Apparently there's a lot of tech lawsuits going on with Facebook Google and Twitter that are coming up, and we're going to get that information from Ashley Hallbrook once we come back from commercial, uh, but everybody, we will
7: be right back. Stay with us.
10: Would you know what to do in the event of an active shooter, a terrorist attack, or an unforeseen altercation? Whether at home or in the workplace, SkyRay Security can train you and your employees how to defuse a potential violent situation. Our goal at Skyrace Security is to keep our clients safe. With our professional and experienced Israeli Defense Force trainers, we teach strategies for safety that may someday save lives. Sign up at SkyraceSecurity.com for our workplace violence prevention and training classes or call 240-888-0682.
2: Hello everybody, this is Rory Soder from the Rory Sodder Show. Are you an aspiring entrepreneur? Do you have an app idea? Do you want to save money? Well, I got great news for you. My company, GetYourAppBuilt.com, charges a fraction of the cost compared to anywhere else, and all of our work is the same amount of professionalism you'd see from any other company. Uh, please visit our website, GetYourAppBuilt.com, for your free consultation and contact us today. Thank you. Hello everybody. This is Rory Soder from the Rory Soder show.
11: I'm Rob Hicks with Hicks Video, the remote video production specialist, the doer's resource for online video production.
7: And
2: we are back. The Rory Sotter Show, coast to coast, worldwide, listened to in 23 different countries on nearly 70 online platforms. And everybody, if you missed any past clips, past episodes, or need 24-7 breaking news coverage, please visit our media site, the next N-E-X, gen, G-E-N and remember... In the coming weeks, and starting next week, I'll be revealing the details. We'll be having many notable people doing uh shows on our on the new network and I can't wait to uh share that with all of you. big stuff uh, I do want to welcome to the show uh Ashley Holbrook from Texas. Ashley, you have a big story about what's going on with the with the tech lawsuits. Explain that.
9: Well, there's a lot going on with the tech lawsuits and uh Texas just passed the law to where we're able to sue them now. But Trump, he's got a loaded gun coming. And literally, literally, Mark Zuckerberg and the Twitter CEO and all of them are going to be arrested. He signed indictments back December 2017, you know, orders for indictments, and they're sealed. And they're going down, literally. He has tweeted about it in between tweeting on Elian Omar, if I'm saying her name correctly, and uh, her too. I mean, all of these people, what they've been doing, it's far beyond, what, what can I say, uh, wrong about our freedom of speech. I mean, it's past that to where he's gonna shut it all down. And uh, I don't know what's really up his sleeve, but I do have an idea of what's going on. Being on the Trump team, but they are literally with all of the, I don't know how to put it. I'm sitting here blank. With the antitrust and everything that they're doing, uh, you know, they've literally, you know, broke the law. It's beyond that because it goes into everything that they've been hijacking on us. When a person's computer, let me make a a scenario about this. You know, like you go into your email, or you sign up for your site or somebody else's site, believe it or not, those people are able to hack your email. And the people behind all of the hacking that created all of this scenario from Facebook, Google, all of them, the people getting in our accounts has been Facebook and Google from day one. Those are the hackers. And then we call Microsoft to fix it, or we call Geek Squad, or we call 9 million other people online, or we download this other thing. And they've made all of these companies and stuff, Millions of online jobs that are all bullshit because they're the ones that are doing it. They've hired nothing but Muslims, tons of them. And uh, can you hear me, Rory?
7: Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah, I can hear you.
9: You ask me some questions and I'll answer you because I mean, my mind, I want to I go explode over all of this. Well,
2: just, I mean, you, so this is, Alex Jones has talked about this, correct? Elaborate on that a little bit. Oh, yeah. Bit.
9: Well, Alex just talked about it and done the same thing. And, and, you know, everybody's doing it. Rush, all of them, you know, Bongino. Everybody is so upset over all of this. It's not even funny them taking away our freedom of speech and thinking they're going to hijack and railroad America. And Mark Zuckerberg is going to end up being the president of the United Kingdom and rule the world. I mean, really, that's literally kind of what everybody thinks. This guy thinks he's going to, with the money, it's all about money and uh, take over everything. I mean, the whole trick has been about the sideshow with the Pelosi's and the Schumer and this Biden character and all these other nuts out there when Trump's exposing everybody. And this guy Zuckerberg, who is Jason Michael Greenberg, the grandson of Roosevelt, who Roosevelt is cousin, second cousin to Soros. Did you know that? And they look just alike. Look at him. did them. not know that. Look at- Oh, God, yeah, look it up. Look at David David Roosevelt's picture and look at Soros, they're twins. But you can look up Jason Michael Greenberg and that is Mark Zuckerberg. Why did he change his name? That is the biggest question that I haven't been able to get to the bottom of it researching all of this. And uh, Mr. Zuckerberg, Zuckerberg, the... the uh, The the co-op and co-counterpart of Obama, and listen to me carefully on this, these guys have been in cahoots from day one, because Obama's old lady are in Netflix, and then we've got Google CEO, scumbag, pornography, pervert, human trafficking, all of these guys. All of this stuff. Going across the border from Texas and everything has to do with Mark Zuckerberg. It's not just Soros. Everybody's going Soros, Soros, blah, blah, blah. When Bezos' father-in-law is a multi-billionaire, he's worth like 50 billion. He marries this girl. Why she would marry that scumbag, I don't know. But the bottom line is, we've got this guy and his his father. And then we've got Obama and all the money he milked out of our own government, printed his own money, sent it to Iran, yeah, right, Iraq, mm -hmm, or whatever. Wherever he's put it, he pocketed that, Clinton pocketed it, and they're all in human trafficking. They're all in human trafficking with all the Hollywood, with everybody, and they're funding the border. And this is the biggest bombshell. I don't know if I should say this on your show, but I'm going to. And I, mm -hmm. I hope I'm doing the right thing. You know, they, all these migrants, these illegals coming over, they're they're calling them Africans. And you have to admit that's very odd, Rory. Africans, really. How about Muslims? They're Muslims. And the big secret, the big hiding and everything is everybody is screaming about Russia, Russia, and blah, blah, blah. It's all about Islam. Islam taking over the world. And we've got Mark Zuckerberg, you know, professing and profounding and putting it on the record on on, you know, on his... Facebook that ended up getting on TV that he's backs all Muslims. He'll help them and he's gonna ban all of us white people and uh yeah. and censor us along with everybody else. And the bottom line is i have got these cell phones. Who paid for those cell phones? Well, you know there's an app that came out in March of 2018 called Myra mygram, My Graham. So it's they call it a little bit different than the way I'm saying it. spelt exactly like my Graham, okay, Cam. Migram Cam, and the Migram Cam you download on your phone to where they can detect where cops are in live time, and literally is filming it. They already know they've hacked into our intelligence, which I told Trump about and reported it to ICE. They need to shut it down. It's by uh, UCLA out of Houston, New York, and these guys in this thing. But who put the money behind that to do that out of that college? You can look it up. Did you were you well aware of that at at all, Rory?
2: No, I I was. not
9: I'm just I'm looking over. Just
2: just bear with me for a second. I'm looking over what you're talking about with the indictments that are coming. It looks like what I'm reading right now. Trump signed indictments of de, in December of twen December twenty twenty first, two thousand
7: seventeen. Uh, and I, wait, you know, wait, George, wait, I want to ask. What? Any he, and he also signed. Oh, she just cut out. Hold on. Yeah, Twitter. Yeah, sorry, you cut out for a second. What did you say?
9: Okay. He also signed indictments March of 2018 for the for Google, Twitter, and Facebook CEOs. Literally. But what,
2: why? My question is, why haven't they taken effect?
9: Well, they. You don't. You know, the law takes a long time. He's letting everybody expose himself. He's draining the swamp. These guys are going. They will be arrested. <laughs> George, They're going to be arrested. George, what are
2: your what are your thoughts, George?
8: Well, I, I'm i not – this is – a lot of this is news to me. I hadn't heard most of this. I wasn't aware of the uh, – but I will tell you, I certainly not, have an opinion about either. what's going I, I, on.
9: I, I, she, I will uh, tell okay. you, though, that – Ask away. Ask away. Oh. I'd love to talk to you, George. Tell me.
8: Absolutely. I, I will tell you, though, with with uh, people like, uh, like
2: Facebook, I'll give you an example. I, read I, read I do a – George, just to read to you the the uh, count what 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 he what the indictments apparently are, are classified under. You're a lawyer. Uh, they're consistent with Section 401C, uh, 50 USC 1641, and Section 204C of IEEPA, 50 USC 1703. Did any of that make sense to you?
8: Um, you know, the, I'm not as familiar with those areas. Uh, I don't have all that memorized, so that doesn't help me a lot. But I will tell you that if you look at the way um, originally people like Facebook and, uh, and, you know, the various social media groups, they were given immunity from liable lawsuits because they wanted to encourage them to provide a forum in which lots of ideas can be put out. Now, the, so they've profited tremendously because obviously they'd had to pay lots of uh, judgments out. They would have had to pay for a lot of insurance policies, you know, publishing policies, etc., liable policies. Um, but now they, now they're all rich and multi billionaires. They're basically deciding to shut down the people they don't agree with. So it's very interesting yeah. to me that when it was suited them, they went to the government and, and negotiated essentially uh, the ability to. Be free of of the sorts of things that say normal newspapers have to deal with. you know if, 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 you know if the news, if the New York Times lies about you, you can go after them. So anyhow, a bottom line is um, there's a lot going on here that stinks to high heaven.
2: Well, I mean let, let's face it, what these tech companies have been doing uh, is criminal. It is illegal. Uh, I could see how. Uh, this may come about, but at the same time, the way I'm looking at this, George, and you're a lawyer. Um, we see we see the situation how Trump was waiting until he was done, done being investigated before the gloves were off, and before he went after he said he was going to go after so many different people in the swamp. Uh, but mm-hmm. can't if he signed an indictment a year and a half ago. Sometimes are there? Does that take like a year or can it take a while for it to take effect? How does that work?
8: Yeah, I mean those things can take a long time to move through. I mean sometimes these cases can take years to go through. So an indictment is essentially um a finding that there's probable cause. And right. uh, so it means you know, so it, it basically means there's been a grand jury uh that's been held and uh but but it doesn't mean it's gone to the full trial level yet. And my guess is given the size of such a case, these uh would this could take years, quite frankly. Not that that's and- a satisfying answer.
2: Is it? I mean, this obviously has to do with how much power these tech moguls have and all the money they have, right?
8: Is well, yeah. I mean, obviously, and
2: maybe have... never get there well
8: i'm I, I well the government has the ability to take you down if they want to, so the question will be is how bad do they want to Because um, nobody's bigger than they are but but obviously you know Facebook has a lot of money, Mark Zuckerberg has a lot of money, he's got a lot of influence, so he will not be an easy target, and he will be very difficult to pin down. The question will be is um you know <clears throat> it really just gets down to uh you know how confident the prosecutors are i mean the, they always look at this yeah. as a resource question and you know if he comes up and says i'll settle and i'll settle out of court and i'll pay fines and i'll do this they often will accept that because um you know they're not they're not always sure they're going to win if they go to trial anyhow and they kind of like to make them change their behavior so sometimes that's how they do it
2: right right very well said uh, let's go let's go to dr branch dr branch go ahead
3: Um, tell your thank, thank you very much Grant, for sharing what you're here you you yeah i just wanted to say thank, uh, thank you to your guest down there in texas first i love the accent second thanks for sharing all the uh information that she did i know that some of this is new to a lot uh, to many of us and uh we have to understand these tech companies uh you know before for instance like google Uh, If we wanted to know, for instance, information like a flu outbreak uh, or the beginning of a pandemic, we would have had to look at the CDC. But now, uh, just by people Googling symptoms for flu in areas can tell us, you know, exactly where these are breaking out. Now, extrapolate all of that and put it to any topic, Uh, those of us that support Trump, for instance – uh, those of us that, you know, want Hillary locked up, all of those uh, can be now tracked. And they can see where we're at. They can see where we're at in this country, uh, where we're having our meetings, uh, you know, what we're talking about. And they can track us. And And I think this is, you know, the power that your guest is trying to bring up that uh, is being very much abused in this country. So our freedom of speech, we have given that. Our freedom to assemble, we have given that away by being on a lot of these sites. Yeah, yeah. I
2: mean, we're looking at you know what they do with our stuff, Doctor Branch. And you're you're a technology expert, and you know a lot about tech. And you know they take our photos and they use them in, in foreign countries for IDs and different uh, verification on, on face recognition. I mean, they're doing some crazy crazy stuff in there. Uh, all these fake profiles using other people's photos. It's dangerous.
3: Well, and but what they also created and your information. is chat. Your information. Well, sure, but they've also created chatbots. These are yeah. artificial intelligence. These are people that you think that you're even talking to and they're not. They're actually computers. Uh, they're actually programs that are designed to interact with you and you know, and, and you know, they're designed to lead a conversation as well. And right. to me, you know, when you don't even know who you're talking to on Facebook or Twitter, or whether or not it is even a human being, um, there's a big issue there. And that is an yeah. issue of control. You know, those that yeah. uh, you know said, "Oh, well, Zuckerberg wants to be, you know, king or whatever." You know, e- even though it may sound far-fetched, the reality is. If you can control the masses, if you can control us, and especially do it via computer, via however you want to lead the narrative, um, you know that this this is not that far off.
7: You're you're
2: absolutely right. Um, very well said. And we are we only have a few minutes left. So if I don't get
3: back to you, please tell everybody where they can find you, Dr. Branch. Fantastic. You could, you could follow me on Twitter at Bob Branch. That's B-O-B-B-R-A-N-C-H. Thank you very much. Perfect. And absolutely. And I'll and I'll get back to anybody that I haven't
7: had plugged their stuff yet. I will get back to you before the show's over. Don't worry. Uh, let's go to Eric. Eric, go ahead. Eric, go ahead. What's going on? Uh, hold on a second. Something's wrong with the connection. Bear with me, guys.
6: Everything's just reconnecting real quick. Bear with me. Bear with me. So
2: yeah, I mean, with 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 what's going on with uh, this tech situation and, and the dangers of them having all our information, uh, it's very very scary think about how what they how they can take that and use it for their own financial gain and you know all in there these businesses are now you know now i'm reading articles that certain businesses are uh you know take taking uh taking people's information and and buying it from these certain companies um and it's 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 really is um a terrible terrible epidemic um something is really going on with the connection this is weird uh bear with me for a second guys i the screen totally blacked out um,
1: very very weird
7: I don't
2: I
12: don't know what's going on. I don't know what the hell is going on. This is very weird.
7: Yeah, guys, the, the, the screen is not coming back up, so I don't have access to any of the controls, so
2: I can't answer phone calls right now. So I think the last couple minutes I just have to close it out. Uh, this has never happened on the studio before, this is awfully weird, uh, completely blacked out on me, uh, and I can't even see the, the the show notes. I can't have access to clips. I have no access to the phone line right now. I'm basically just on the microphone, and the show just keeps going, uh, and I, I have to – looks like I have to just run it out. Um, we have about a minute left. Uh, unless I can get it back up
7: right now, I don't know. I'm going to try one more time.
6: So weird.
7: Yeah, guys, we're, we're having issues. This
2: is really, this is really bad. So um, I want, I want to thank, I want to thank everybody uh, for tuning in uh, tonight. It's been a fantastic show and I'm just going to do the plugs for everybody because I know uh, they want to and they can't get on. So for Eric Thompson, obviously you can visit his mega book uh, social media network and find m- more about about him and what he's doing and also connect with him on social media. Uh, the great, uh, famous lawyer and lobbyist and D.C. insider George Landreth. You can find him at the company Frontiers for Freedom, Frontiers for Freedom and uh, you just you Google it and you'll find it. Um, also you can uh, connect with Kevin DuKuyper uh, on Facebook uh, his, and check out his page, Nationalists United. Also you can visit Daryl Kane uh, at his website which is kane 2024com um, I'm just thinking, uh, who else? Who else is on the line? Uh, AJ, obviously AJ from Houston. Uh, you can find him and his stuff uh, on Twitter. Best way to connect with him is Twitter. Uh, we also have – I'm just making sure I got everybody. Just bear with me, guys. Pulling up the notes right now on, on my phone, which I had from earlier. Um... <laughs> We have okay, so I got Joe. Joe is on earlier, George, Eric, Daryl, uh,
6: Dr. Branch,
2: Kevin. Yep, we got it. We got everybody. We got everybody on the line. Everybody has given their their plugs. Um, so yeah, guys, I we had a huge show tonight. And I want to thank all my guests. I want to thank all my audience. I want to thank my sponsors and co-hosts. Uh, you guys are all incredible. Uh, remember, we're listened to in 23 different countries nearly 70 online platforms and if you miss any past clips, past episodes or need 24-7 breaking news coverage, please visit our media site thenext, N-E-X, Gen, G-E-N, USA.com and in the coming weeks we'll be having many notable people doing their own shows on the network. Uh, many big shows planned for next week. I can't wait uh, to share them with all of you. Got a lot planned. Uh, I hope you all have a fantastic weekend. Uh, I'm Rory Shider. Mega,
7: mega, mega. God bless everybody. Cheers.